and welcome to Reflector Life, the podcast. I'm here to share stories, answer frequently asked questions about being a reflector in the human design system and about human design in general, as well as to talk about what's going on right now. And occasionally, we'll have a guest on to share as well. Thanks so much for being here. I'm your host, Amanda Prichelle, and this is a sliver of the experience of being human. Amplified. Hey guys, welcome back. I hope you're doing well. It feels like there's a lot um, going on in the transits right now. And I say that kind of with a grain of salt because there's always a lot going on. Um, But I'm feeling emotions. I'm feeling a lot of um, different emotional waves flowing through me that are not mine, obviously, as a reflector. And it's just really interesting. Um, The earth right now is in gate 22. And I have gate 12 in my cross. It's in my, um, my design sun. And yeah, the 1222 is really interesting. It's like I find myself having like the energy for socializing and sharing and being open and then it's just off and then it's on and then it's off and it feels like even within a day it can shift drastically. Um, We also we've for quite a while uh, 36 is activated by Neptune um, 49 has been activated by Saturn for quite a while and I have the 19. So I have kind of like the 1949 going on the 1222. And then right now, um, 35 is also activated. Um, so everyone's kind of feeling that 35, 36. Um, but I, you know, I always have 36. It's in my personality earth. So that's always kind of with me, but 35 right now is activated by Mars. Mars just moved into 35. So yeah, we also have um, Mercury retrograde. We have like six planets in retrograde. I think also um, Jupiter, Saturn, Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto are all retrograding. So yeah, I don't know. I'm not like an expert on retrogrades, but it feels kind of like... um, chaotic a little bit. Like I felt slightly chaotic in my body, but also like I can feel that sort of like emotional energy flowing through me that like it, it's when it's in the mood, it's like go time. (laughs) And when it's not, it's like, I'm like wiped out. Um, and so it's, yeah, it's been really interesting. It's hard to kind of put language to, Um, the sun is in 47 right now. Like I said, the earth is in 22 and, um, the moon right now, as I'm recording, this is in gate 17 in the Ajna. So some Ajna stuff going on, some emotional stuff going on. Um, you know, just another day in the life of being human. I, I think just with all of the emotional transits and everything, I'm just, I'm feeling those. I'm feeling those extra. I don't know about you, but um, I hope you're okay. I hope you're aware that these are going on um, so that if you are feeling like really high or really low or 
some combination of both, um, know that it, it will pass. Um, and it's, if you're a reflector like me, you know, it's important to remember not to overly identify with or take on like, oh, this is me now. What's wrong with me? Like, there's something wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with you. Um, it, you know, it could be a transit. It also could be whatever's going on in your environment could really be reflecting, um, the, you know, emotional potential that's going on in the, in the transits. So just, it's something to be aware of and, um, you know, play with it, have fun with it when it feels good. And when it feels terrible, like you're in super low, that's okay too. Just taking care of yourself, however you need to. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's intense. Um, so I think that's enough about the transits today. I want to talk about the undefined throat center, because this has come up in conversation several times now, um, in different ways with different people. And I think like there's a lot of nuance that, um, that we can talk about when it comes to having an undefined throat and, um, speaking or not speaking. And I posted a reel, um, about how sometimes I am in a room or I'm in an environment and I'm observing everything that's going on. And I'm just like, wow, I would love to speak up and say something, but no one's really like acknowledging me. And I am feeling like, uh, should I say something? Should I not say something? Like nobody asked me. And I've had a lot of situations in my life where I have just gone ahead and shared and it like hasn't been well received. And there are some situations where I have gone ahead and shared and it was well received and it was appreciated. And so, you know, these kinds of situations are not really black and white. So I kind of just want to dive into yeah, some of the nuance there. And um, thank you to all of those, uh, those of you who I've had those conversations with, or you've left comments, or um, it came up in the reflector journey call as well, which started um, a few days ago, which was wonderful. Um, I'm really, yeah, it's, it's a, it's like a small intimate group of reflectors. Um, and yeah, I'm just excited to be spending time with those those who are there in the reflector journey right now. It's really, really a cool group. Um, on that note, some, some people have asked me, you know, are you going to be running another reflector journey in the future? The answer is honestly, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to be doing next. Um, I feel uh, a change happening. I feel a shift happening in me. Um, and the way that I have been doing things, I can sense that it's going to change and something is going to, um, something new is going to kind of take over. <laughs> um, I'm not really sure what that is. And I also am aware that, you know, 35 is activated right now and that 35, 36, like it wants to have a new experience. Um, but this feeling has been with me for, for quite a while, for several months. And it's just feeling like, okay, you know, I, I'm in this experiment. I'm at this point in my own personal experiment where I can't really 
do things the way that I could before. Like I can't really fake things the way that I could fake them before. I don't know if that makes sense or resonates with any of you guys, but it's almost like I could kind of get by in the world. Like I could be like, oh, I can act like a generator over here and I can act like a projector over here and I can get things done and I can, you know, I can just do things the way that, um, you know, is kind of like societally acceptable or something like that. But I'm getting to this point where I can't really do that anymore. Like my body just will not do it. And it's kind of annoying. And I think I'm going through a bit of a grieving process with that, where it's like, I, I know I'm a bit more sensitive to anything that is not authentic for me than I ever have been. And it's like, when I was younger, I remember just kind of being able to pull off these, (laughs) these like, you know, long periods of time where I was like working hectic jobs and like working multiple jobs. And like, I think like if I, if I did some of the things now that I was doing back then, kind of before I understood like the nature of being a reflector and all that, like, I I don't know, like I, I, I actually don't know if I could force my body into those roles anymore. And now I don't really want to. (laughs) So, um, if, if any of you can, you know, relate to that, I, I would be curious to hear just, you know, how you're navigating that because it's, mm, it's hard to put to language. You can probably hear me. I'm, I'm struggling a little bit to explain what I mean, but my body is kind of just telling me like, no, no going back. Like there's no going back to, um, the ways that we were like living out our conditioning. Um, and, and by conditioning, I mean this like social conditioning of you should be like this and you should do that. And you have to fit into this box and like, we have to pay the bills. So we have to do it like this. And, you know, all of those things that society tells us. So anyway, without further ado, let's, let's dive into this chat about the undefined throat. I'm just going to go ahead and start out by reading the caption on my Instagram post. So if you've already read it, um, well, you get to hear it again. (laughs) Uh, A large part of my deconditioning process is finding acceptance when I'm not being invited to speak. And when I'm just letting go of trying to fix everyone's everything, just because I can see what's really happening under the surface. It's cool to see this process getting easier and more relaxed as the years go by. I think I personally needed a phase where I talked way too much, trying to attract attention after my entire childhood of, quote, children should be seen and not heard vibes. But I'm through the woods with that, and now it's all about finding balance. So I want to break this down a little bit. So we, as reflectors, we're not projectors, right? Some of you listening, you may be with an undefined throat. You may be a reflector, a projector, or a generator. Um, As a reflector, of course, you have an undefined throat. And the strategy for a reflector is waiting the 28 days, not waiting to be invited, right? The thing is when I I talk about the, the throat and speaking and sharing, being invited, Anyone with an undefined throat 
will be better heard when someone asks them for their whatever it is that they're going to share their opinion, their advice, their assessment, their evaluation. It's always going to be more like well received when it's asked for and when it's recognized and when it's invited. So that's what I mean when I say invited. Um, I'm not talking about like a projector invitation, which is, I think, a bit different. And so when, you know, as a reflector, I've been in a lot of situations where I see the big picture and I have this evaluation that would, I think, if I shared it, would make everything easier for everyone, make things run more smoothly. Um, And in many like food service type of jobs that I had, like when I was younger, um, I had so many of these like things to say and I would like say them to people, uh, who didn't really have any, they weren't in positions of power, like my coworkers. And I'd be like, look, if we did this and if we did that, then everything would be so much easier. And like, they weren't really hearing me and it's not like they could really do anything anyway. And then, you know, I would kind of go to like a manager or supervisor or someone and be like, Hey, maybe we could do things this way. And this would be so much easier if, and et cetera, et cetera. Right. But I found that in a lot of those situations, I just really wasn't respected for the perspective that I was offering. And it just made me like really disappointed and I wasted my energy. So there's a lot that goes into that, right? In those situations, I was not really in an environment that was like really supportive of me. I was in an environment where I was kind of you know, hey, like, we need you here. We need your labor. We need your body to take food from here to there. Um, And we're not going to pay you that well to do it. Hopefully you get good tips. I don't know. Good luck out there. Um, Work well for our company. (laughs) So, you know, that was kind of the the vibe in in some of the places that I worked. Um, You know, some, some places were better than others. Some were worse than others. But, you know, you don't, necessarily get all the respect when you are like serving or something. And, um, in, in, at least in the positions that I was in, um, in the companies that I was in and stuff, like you just, there's like this hierarchy and I was kind of at the bottom. Right. And so I, I think that there's a piece about environment here, right? Like if I'm in an environment where I'm not really being like recognized for the evaluation that I bring, maybe I do need to consider like shifting or changing my environment or going somewhere where I am recognized. I think that um, even in, in places like my family growing up, like I would share things without being asked and like my family full of generators (laughs) would get very frustrated with me and they would, um, yeah, I've talked about my my childhood and other episodes. I won't go too much into that, but it, it just wasn't really um, desired. Like my, my input wasn't really desired. And so when I would give it, I would get a lot of backlash. And so I spent, you know, a lot of my younger years just like feeling like, okay, nobody can hear me. Sometimes I would try to get loud and like talk over people. And like, it was like, no matter what I did, they couldn't hear me. And I think that Part of that, you know, I, I took that and I, 
I had some shadow around speaking. And so I just, in a lot of situations, I was just very silent. Like I didn't say anything at all. I would keep everything to myself and I would get really mad about it or disappointed. You know, I'd have that, there would be that heaviness of like, what's the point? No one's listening to me. Right. And so as I kind of got into shadow work and and was working with, um, you know, some of my shame that I needed to deal with, like some of my my trauma from my earlier years that I dealt with um, kind of in the this period of time before I found human design. Um, that was something that I really needed to address. So for a while, I let myself like, you know, go wild. I was like undefined throat center, just attracting attention because I for so long had made myself so small and I would never say anything or you know, even allude to the fact that I had some evaluation or feedback to give because I was really like hiding myself because I had been rejected so much. And I was just like, what's the point? Right. So I went through a period where I was like, I'm going to let my voice be heard. And, you know, I was saying a lot of things. I was oversharing perhaps, I don't know, but I think that that period of time was um, really actually helpful for me to bring a bit of balance. And I think with anything that we're going through with anything that we're, you know, we're dealing with in life, it's kind of like the pendulum swings. Like if we've been kept really small, maybe we need to get like exaggeratedly big. Is that a word? I don't know. Like we need to exaggerate our bigness, our largeness, our I'm taking up space-ness. <laughs> and, um, you know, the pendulum swings and, you know, eventually ideally we find some balance there and we can, come to our most natural state. And that's going to be that natural state is going to be a bit different for every, every reflector, and will certainly be different for every person, um, regardless of type. So I, I had that period of time where I kind of balanced and I, I, what I wrote in my post here is I'm kind of through the woods with that, like needing to be really loud to attract attention, like phase that I actually really needed to go through and was really healthy for me. Um, and now I'm kind of like, okay, I found some balance here. Um, I've worked through a lot of that. And how do I find that balance? Because I still have this thing in me that's like, oh, I would love to be asked for my evaluation of the situation, because that's something that reflectors really offer is this kind of judgment and evaluation of, of what's going on in an environment. Um, if the reflector is aware, right? And um, so my in my post, I go on. That pressure to do something from the root center and feeling like I need to prove that I know, which is a combination, I think, of the ego and Ajna, get a bit louder when I'm not asked for my reflections. And this is so annoying for me, right? Like, the pressure to do and, and that like, oh, like my Ajna is like, I want to show you, like, I'm certain about this and I want to prove you, prove to you that I know like those, those kind of not self voices get a bit louder sometimes when like people are not asking me for my evaluation and feedback. Um, and then I go on and I said, I know the right people who will be able to receive the awareness I have available to share will ask me. I'm starting to experience that and it feels really good for all parties. I don't need to rush the timing of that to feel safe and validated as a person. 
When a reflector forces their voice into a situation where it wasn't asked for, it doesn't necessarily help anyone anyway, perhaps especially the reflector themselves. And what I mean by this is, again, it just has everything to do with the undefined throat, because if we have an undefined throat and, you know, we're not being like recognized and invited uh, to share what we have to offer, then it, it just, it might not be received. It might not be heard. And then we've wasted our energy. So I don't mean to say that you have nothing to say. And sometimes you shouldn't speak up because I think that in some situations, like something is just really wrong and someone needs to speak up. And I think that the reflector, um, can feel an environment in their body in such a way that like, you know, when something is like really wrong, like someone's going to get hurt or someone is, um, you know, there, there's just something major going down and, and someone needs to, to say something or, um, get the attention and delegate to someone who can remedy this situation or whatever it, it is. And I certainly am not suggesting that you always like, you know, be seen and not heard. That's, that's kind of, really, it comes down to, um, if you're familiar with your cognition, you can lean into that a bit and, and, you know, just your body will, will know the difference between a situation where it's time to say something, even if maybe no one like officially or formally like invited you to share. Um, and you know, the difference between that and, and a situation where, you know, you're like, you just really would love to be asked and no one's really asking you, but it's maybe not that important. Maybe those people need to find out on their own, in their own ways, what's going on. Um, those kinds of situations, it's a matter of, you know, saving your own energy that you maybe don't even have in the first place. (laughs) Um, as well as, you know, sometimes conflicts can arise, like unnecessary conflicts can arise when we share our evaluations, when it's like not wanted, I know I've had situations um, even where someone did ask me, but they still weren't really ready for like the full blast of like, oh, here, like have this, all this truth at once, (laughs) Um, the evaluation of many months or something like that. Um, When when they get blasted with like maybe too much all at once, that there's some backlash sometimes. And it's unfortunate because I know that, you know, as reflectors, um, if we're aware of of our, you know, who we are and and what we offer, it's like, man, like there's a lot of awareness there that's available. It's not always like, and we we want that awareness to be used, right? We we want to be used, but we don't want to be used poorly or in in a negative way. We want to be used well. We want our aware, awareness to benefit the environment that we're in, because not only does that benefit everyone in the environment, it benefits the reflector because, you know, kind of the better everyone's doing, the better the reflectors tends to be doing. So, um, I ended this post with, I hope my awareness is used well. And until those moments occur, I'll just keep breathing, letting go and enjoying the silent movie. (laughs) Ha ha. So I wanted to read a comment from Violet. Violet is at the magic lighthouse on Instagram. She's a three, five reflector. Um, we did a couple of Reiki for reflectors, uh, events. So you might know her from, from those. Um, 
but she made a comment that I think brought some like valuable nuance to the conversation. So I wanted to share that. Um, she said, sometimes I feel like, uh, I'm not getting an invitation. And then I ask if I can offer something. And a lot of the time people are so grateful that I asked and shared my wisdom. Usually if people don't want my input, I'm naturally not around them for very long. LOL. I read somewhere that reflectors need to be invited once. And from there they can share their wisdom. Um, it will be more naturally accepted. Whereas with projectors, it's more moment to moment basis to be invited. So, um, the thing that I wanted to point out here was, um, she's saying like, she, she's with a group of people that already kind of respect her and know what she offers. And they have already expressed maybe in the past, um, that they're open to feedback and they're open to, you know, their reflector friend chiming in and saying, Hey, like this is, do you want to hear what I think? Um, I think also depending on who you're with, like if you're with generators, you could be like, Hey, do you want to hear what I think? And they can be like, uh-huh or uh-uh. Right. And if you're, you're with a projector, like you could also invite them into a conversation where you would share their share you know, your evaluation, your feedback with them. Um, if it's a mixed group, you know, you can kind of do whatever, <laughs> you, you know, the group that you're in, you know, the people that you're with. And I think it's um, with a manifester as well, you can inform them, hey, I have something to share. I see something here if you want to hear it. And then the manifester can decide and inform you if they want to hear what you have to say. So I think that um, when you know, the, the nuance here that I want to point out that Violet brought up is when you're with people that, you know, like that invitation might already be there. Like there might be this open invitation. Um, I still think in those kinds of situations, cause I've been in situations with friends where I'm like, oh yeah, like I totally feel like, you know, comfortable with this person and they know me. And so it's all good. But sometimes even that isn't well received. So I still am in the practice of asking like, Hey, what do you want to hear what I think about this? Or, Hey, I would love to share this with you if you want to hear it. Um, and, and in those situations, it's like, well, then they have a choice, right? They can say, yeah, I want to hear it or no, I don't. And those people know me. And so, you know, they know whether they're in the mood to hear from me or not. Um, so, Another thing that she said was, if I'm in a group that doesn't see me for my wisdom, then I'm either naturally silent and do my own thing, or I leave the space. So Violet's a third line, right? So I think profile comes into this too. Like a lot of times I'll be in like environments where I'm just like, mm, if I'm not really called, you know, as a two, four, if I'm not really called in to say something to, there's the call element for a second line where also I'm a receptive mind. And so it's like, well, what do you want from me? Like, I don't know until you ask me anyway. Um, and I could just share something, but what do you want? You know? Um, I think that it, it would be different based on profile because maybe like if you're a third line and you're like, these people are not for me, you break those bonds and you're gone already anyway. So you're not worried about, well, should I share or not? Cause you're not with those people anymore. Anyway, you're either on your own somewhere or, you know, you're in a group where, um, you know, the bond hasn't been broken yet. So you're sharing. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think, I think that there's, 
something valuable in that because it's like, well, who are you with? And, and is there kind of an open invitation? Um, and then let's see here. Yeah. I think that's all I'll say there. I'll, I'll link you to her if you want to chat with her or have a Reiki session. I know she's offering those. Um, so thanks for that comment, Violet. I appreciate that nuance. Um, and I think it's, it's very much like, um, situational too. I think that there's really a balance to be found based on, you know, being aware of what your conditioning was when you were a kid. Like if you have an undefined throat and you were like the class clown and you were like trying to attract attention constantly by making noises in class or, you know, you were always yelling or whatever, getting your parents' attention or your caregivers, your teachers' attention with your voice. And, you know, you erred on the side of like being really loud and and speaking over people and things like that. Like maybe that was you. For me, um, I was like extremely, extremely shy. I had a lot of social anxiety as a kid. Like I had a fear of blushing, which is an actual phobia. (laughs) And um, it was debilitating. Like I, I would hide as much as possible. And so for me, I was like on the other end of the spectrum where I was just like constantly silent. And so for me to kind of come back around to, well, actually sometimes choosing to be silent is the correct thing for me. Um, it's been like a really long and windy road. And I think that that's going to be different for every person. Like your journey with your undefined throat center and deconditioning that is going to be totally different than mine probably, but there might be some elements um, that are similar. Um, I think it's also interesting to note, just like taking a look at what gates are activated in your throat, in your undefined throat center. So like what dormant potential is there? Like what hanging gate is just waiting to be hooked up to, something, you know, with a transit or something in your environment. And, um, knowing that can help you as well, because you might be, you might have like me, um, I have, um, gate 12 and gate 36. So whenever gate 35 is activated by a transit, whenever gate 22 is activated by a transit, um, actually I have a ton of like throat potential. So I think this is really like a journey for me (laughs) in my deconditioning process. Um, and, and it has a lot of different flavors, like, you know, with the, I have 11, I have 23, I have 36, 12, 21. Um, I have 33, one, 31 and 16. So you know, there's a lot of potential there for my throat to be like activated, but that's not even mine, you know? So, so taking a look at, at what, you know, gates are activated in your throat and your undefined throat and which gates are kind of pointing towards your throat that are activated. Looking at all those potentials can also kind of help you navigate your own personal undefined throat <laughs> journey. Um, I hope that this was helpful for you guys. I hope you're doing really well. I am feeling like back to school vibes, I guess you could call it. And I'm like ready to like record more episodes. Um, So I don't know exactly what that's going to look like. 
but I would love to hear from you guys. If there's any topic that you want to hear about, feel free to ask a question via voice note on anchor. There will be a link to that in the show notes. Um, your question or comment may be included in, in, in a future episode. If you do that, um, if you have a private question, you can always shoot me a, an email or a DM on Instagram and let me know. And I can address, uh, those questions as they come up for you on the podcast. As always, thanks for being here with me. I appreciate you guys so much, and I hope that you have a very beautiful day wherever you are in the world. Thank you so much for hanging out with me in this episode of Reflector Life, the podcast. Please feel free to leave a review, share with a friend, or send in a voice message to have your question featured on a future episode. Again, my name is Amanda Purcell. You can find me at amandapurcell.com or at Reflector Life on Instagram. See you next time. Much love.